0: Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast In-Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the In-Death series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 99. (laughs) We're one away from the 100th episode.
1: So crazy.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, episode 99. (laughs) And in this episode, we are going to talk about memory in death. Yes. You've been... (laughs) And I don't know, do you do you remember your first your you know, like initial impressions of this one? Oh I do. Um, oh yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well so why don't well, you tell us Sarah? Sarah's just, got a story so to tell? I
2: think I've said this before, but like my trajectory of in death was that I read Born in Death first or I listened to right. an audiobook and then um, I recognized the series name and borrowed other audiobooks from people and this was the second one I listened to. And so I was listening to the series literally backward at that point. Right, right. Yeah, but this was the one that I read, that I listened to, whatever second, and was like, yeah, I have to finish this series. I think that Born and Death was wonderful, and I I think that it definitely solidified things for me. But this was the one after I read Born and Death where I was like, I have to start at the beginning. So yeah, Hmm. um, so that's like my that was my first general impression, and I honestly was shocked to. To find how cold I found Eve in Naked after this one. Uh Because Mm -hmm. I find her to be incredibly, like, you know, this is a rough book for her, whatever. But I I, I don't think that she's unfeeling or whatever in this book at all. And I'm sure that we'll have that review because we always do. yeah um no matter how of nice course. she is like she could like fucking start knitting sweaters to people and they'd be like eve is so cold <laughs> and rude but she's only I mean, just rude to true. people
0: She'd never did, just done anything nice for anyone but no there was just yeah. something
2: about like i i think it was a good book to start in that wasn't you know if it wasn't going to be naked um was you know yeah born was the first one but this one i was like to go from this one to naked yeah. was interesting to me and i was like excited to see that progression because right. i went from yeah. such an extreme place and mm-hmm. i did not realize how much i liked this book until i read it again this time
3: yeah and i feel like that's part of the reason that i quite often will tell people to start with remember when mm-hmm. yeah and i think that just makes so much because, sense because you know just because you'd do see that growth because you start with naked and I mean work's kind of a dick in that book mm-hmm. Eve's very cold in that book yeah. and you're just like why do I like these two like I don't get it
2: right. honestly without like Feeney and Mavis in the first book I mm-hmm. I feel like there's there's people you're like I really don't care about these people you know <laughs> but we all cared before we got there so that was the good thing yeah.
3: Yeah. And to start with a later book, you're like, okay, I can, they do grow. And that's a good thing. And let's see what yeah. happens. It's and interesting
0: so. to, for you to say that, though, that it was so jarring how cold she was in Naked once she read this one. You know, considering the fact that we've had so many reviewers saying that even to this point, she's like mm-hmm. cold and unfeeling. And you're like, but. Which is so ridiculous. Or yeah. there's no character like, growth.
3: Yeah. Are we reading the same fucking series? Yeah. I mean, I don't think we are. No.
1: I, mean, I just remember thinking
3: that. I don't know phrase. if it's because
2: I was feeling so sad for her in this book. And so she's just in such a different place. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what it was, but I just remember yeah. having that starting at the beginning. Something about this book said yes, start at the beginning. And then I did, and I was like, I I can't wait to see how she gets from here to there, you know? To there. Right.
3: right. Yep. And yeah, so that sure.
2: was I think and that's probably why my thoughts were, wow, she is She has changed a lot because I love Uh the idea of Mm -hmm. I mean that's what that's what I love to read for is like to watch the growth of a character and I think that's why most people do. That's why we like series.
1: Mm -hmm. But Uh I don't know. I
2: was like, yeah, I'm ready to learn the story of how this happened. Which sometimes Mm -hmm. it sucks when you start in the middle of a series and you're like, Oh shit, I have to start at the beginning and then you're like you miss things, but I didn't feel like I missed Mm -hmm. anything. It was nice that way. So
1: yay.
2: Yeah yeah yay
0: yay so um for me it was interesting reading this one a lot most of them now are interesting for me because i'm you know and i'm sure you feel the same way because we're reading for really for context mm-hmm. Yeah, you know instead of just for pleasure like we did i'm sure the first time we read it and the right. second time a third time or whatever um and whenever we get a book, and she starts with a what is what seems to be a, a completely unrelated case, and then we get to the main case, there's mm-hmm. always something that ties them. Like this, like I always talk about the overarching theme, and that yeah, the theme is yep. carried through even with the ca- the case that doesn't seem like it goes mm-hmm. to you know. And I had a real hard time with this one cuz I could not find the tie. Okay. And there's always cuz I feel like there's never a time that Nora puts those cases in she doesn't put them in just like I'm just going to throw something random in. It's always right. got a purpose. Mhm. And I and I had I really struggled with this one trying to figure out what the purpose was for that case. Mhm. For this the rest of this storyline. I mean, would it
2: be yeah. the would it be the family connection i mean this is the guy who accidentally on purpose kills his brother right no i don't know that's the one with that's that's that that's the Baxter one that Baxter has somebody. yeah no you're right yeah. i don't yeah i don't know um this one is the guy that took tubs. the, yeah. the was that was at a yeah, party yeah i don't know yeah. and i wonder i wonder if I mean, I'm sure she didn't, and I'm sure this is just, like, out of nowhere. But, like, what if she did that on purpose? Like, just to kind of be, like, we're not, like, we're doing not, we're not going to do something that connects. But her being, like, we have to start in a fun place because this is going to get dark. And it does. I don't know. You know, it could have been, like, her choosing to do the contrast. Like, well, Eve's a homicide cop, so we have to, you know, have a murder. So we have to do whatever we can to make it marginally interesting but
0: was it but the but was it a fun place to start That's, i don't know I, 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 mean, don't it, see, like, I don't
3: know i mean wasn't as dark as
0: the rest no, of it no it
3: wasn't but
0: but yeah, I don't know that it's
2: right. fun. Well, I don't know that it's fun. It's is a, the word it's I a is. murder. <laughs> so it can't be Because they've had, yeah,
0: she's had murder. She's had cases where it's been like some silly thing that's happened. And, yeah. You know, yeah. And that's yeah, basically what this was. I don't know.
2: This is, I, don't know. Just, <laughs> I mean, m- yeah, maybe, this maybe she wanted, I don't know, maybe it was like the focus on Peabody as being the lead investigator and like that. I have no idea. It feels very, I didn't think about that, but you're right. It's, it's not how the rest of yeah. it goes like
0: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just seems. It just seems. Maybe weird, she just really but, had this um, like
2: murder. Like she's like. She's like a. I want to throw this into one of my books and have to find a place for it. And it's a Christmas book. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm not a best-selling <laughs> yeah. writer. I don't know what her methods are.
1: Yeah, she I met Nora many I books have no here, idea and they're her all
2: good. So, I, whatever her process is, great.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. You do your thing, Nora. It's all good.
0: Well, the theory that I came up with is—it's not really even a theory—but as far as you know, what I thought the theme was, because it's a Christmas book, obviously, I, I think the theme is gifts. She's mm. had that before, yeah. And here, I, here's how I feel like maybe that story ties in, because um, at a certain point, they are questioning the guy that sold them—sold the guy the drugs, mm. yeah. And um, he says to Peabody that um, he sold the guy a party pack, even gave him a separate stash customized just for him. And Peabody says, Customized. And the guy says, A holiday gift. Didn't charge him for it. So I guess I feel like if the theme is gifts. Yeah, I could see that. There's got to be a deeper. I, I have. More faith in Nora that she's like <laughs> really giving us something that I mean no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but maybe I mean we'll we
2: don't learn out. enough about that guy. But like, what if he is? What if the like? I'm sure it's not because again, this is very stretching. But like, what if it's that the murderer or the person who was responsible? Like their their whole spiel is that they brought this upon themselves. Like Trudy brought. This uh, like I, I don't want to say like you know That's the murderer actually a is really responsible good. for the murder, but like right yeah Tubbs right. is doing yeah. illegals. yeah
0: actually yeah you, now that you go. say that <laughs> I
1: don't know wow there Tara. it is Tara solved it it out look, look at, at, at. Out. You're look
0: look at that do like, that. not, not what out. I was no. doing but okay <laughs> no that no that is exactly <laughs> that is exactly it because yeah, yeah you're right I mean Tubbs didn't had a murderer, somebody murdered him, but yeah, he did kind of bring it on himself by going to that guy and Mm -hmm. buying the drugs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which is always interesting. Like I always find things like that to be an interesting motive for murder in these series because Nora Mm -hmm. knows how to write them so well in a way that like this murder of Tubbs at the beginning or, you know, Tubbs death, I suppose like we're all kind of feeling bad for him. You know, but we're not ever feeling bad yeah. for Trudy, so it's just a, it's an interesting no. contrast. Right? I don't know. Right? I don't yeah. Know. That just like jumped yeah. in my head. I don't know how useful it is.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no. Look at you being all smart. Oh, don't tell anyone.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't share that my brain yeah. works. Right. <laughs> People will want things from me.
1: <sighs>
0: okay, so um, if we so we've already talked about that case that she was working mm-hmm. and that's the start of the book, but then she gets back to cop central and is informed by true heart. We're talking about Eve Dallas
1: mm-hmm.
0: informed by true heart that a woman is waiting for her in her office. And when she goes in there, um, she's, you know, there is Trudy Lombard who tells her, "I'm your mama."
1: What a piece of garbage!
0: It, yeah, right, That's a garbage
1: human. Yeah, she garbage so human. Terrible.
0: Um, and that you know Eve does remember as her because at first she was like, "I don't, I don't know who you are," but then recalls that Trudy was her first foster parent and that yeah. she was horribly abusive. Mm-hmm. And that triggers Eve, and she panics and you know, she does, you know, good for her, throws Trudy out of her office. Mm -hmm. But then she tells Trueheart, like, tell Peabody, I'm leaving. But then, Mm -hmm. you know, Peabody catches up with her and tries to get Eve to, you know, what's going on, why you're leaving early, what you know, what. uh, Yeah. And at that point, Eve ducks into a bathroom and gets sick. Mm -hmm. So now Peabody knows something's going on. Like, now she knows, but Eve is still not telling her what's going on. Just that I have to go, and she leaves. And of course, Peabody calls Rourke. I mean, well, that's yeah. what you do <laughs> because, because yeah, that's what you do.
2: I, right. Initially, I was like, when this this whole sequence, I was I was like, oh come on, Peabody, you you know better. But then I thought about the fact that this has not happened on the job before. He has not right, literally right. like been physically ill after something in front of her. And while Peabody, I think knows mm-hmm. not to push, this is like another layer of, this is a little scary, you know? And right, I think instinctually I'd want to be like, what? Well, I have to help. What can I do? You know? So I get it. But at first right, I was like, right. come on Peabody, be better than that. And I'm like, Oh no, you know what? <laughs> I get it. It's okay. It's okay. Right, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Because Eve's been to that Eve's had things that have kind of like set her off before, but not yeah. to the point where she's like, I, I'm out. I can't do I can't do it no. anymore. I'm done. No. Well, because no, this is just, this is
2: another thing that Eve has suppressed. Like I know that she fa- like she remembers mm-hmm. who Trudy is fairly quickly, but she had to be presented with the woman and be right. in her presence right. and have to have that like punch in the face feeling, you know? Like that that right, was yeah. trauma that she had suppressed because literally her childhood trauma didn't end after Dallas, you know. So like
3: Right. Right. There's yeah. it's
2: a lot more than just being upset that this woman is being annoying, you know, like oof.
0: Yeah. Or Eve. Yeah. So um Eve goes home and she like gets in the shower and she's and that's where Rourke finds her. That kind of curled up, balled up on the floor of the shower, you know, so he gets her out of the shower and he's now taking care of her, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, wait a minute. One thing we did skip over is that on the scene of the first case that they had, um, she meets mm-hmm. Tico. Tico.
1: Yes. So the we
0: best. skipped over that whole part yep yeah
3: yes and he's so great because we had that conversation i swear it wasn't until strangers but then yeah duh i remembered right after yeah talk about that but yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) because i had been
1: reading memory i'm like wait a minute it's not this this one that we're talking about i was like oh right because
0: because christmas book yeah (laughs) yep right yep 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 where she buys a scarf for mr (laughs) mirror So anyway, uh, Rourke convinces Eve to tell him about, you know, what went on, why she was upset, first of all. yeah, And Eve kind of tells him the whole story. And it's pretty horrific. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, she's a terrible, terrible person. Yeah.
2: It's sad because it's totally like not far off the mark where I'm sure that a lot of foster homes end up like that. And that's so sad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So after that, I mean, she and Rourke, I think, have dinner and they talk about Christmas a little bit and uh then Eve, Eve falls asleep, he puts her to bed. And then he goes out and of course he looks up Trudy information. Of course he Trudy. does. <laughs> oh, of course he does, because that's what he does. That's right. our Rourke. Yep. He also um Instructs Somerset to inform him if Trudy ever tries to contact Eve again. So next morning, uh, Eve is feeling better and she goes into work. And the first thing she does is she calls Peabody into her office because she wants to apologize to Peabody. And of course Peabody, cause she's like, you know, do you want some coffee? Let me get you some coffee. And Peabody's Im- immediately thinking that she's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I thought, know. She's so cute. She's like, am I being transferred? <laughs> right. You know, that's another <laughs> one, though, that I was like, oh, haha, that's funny. And I'm like, again, this is all very new still. Like, this was a new experience. Like, what if Eve literally is actually pissed that she called Rourke?
0: <laughs> <Like, laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, but Eve explains to her that there was somebody in the office that is from her past and, you know. Uh, I marked this part because I thought it was interesting, and um, she was saying, uh, she was my first foster mother, loose term on mother. It was a rough patch, and having her come in like that after all this time, I couldn't. And then she stopped and said, no, Eve thought you always could. I didn't handle it. She corrected. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Yes, you know, I guess you always can, but still.
1: I mean, Eve, come
0: on. you know what?
2: Don't you, don't, always, <laughs> you don't always have to be at 10,000%. Like, you're a human who has yeah. been through some severe trauma.
0: you don't have it. to always immediately handle something. You, you know, sometimes you can't. I don't know. Sometimes mm, you can't handle true. stuff. So I think Eve's wrong. Sometimes you can't. And I don't blame her for that. So yeah, she apologizes and then she um gets up and finds the candy from her candy stash and shares some with Peabody kind of kind of has so nice of her. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, she felt bad about it the other day, yeah. so. So then we switch to Aurora's <laughs> office and <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. The scene that everybody loves, rightfully so. Um, he's in his office and he is informed by Carol that Trudy has requested a meeting with him. But Carol's like, um, that woman that you told me about? Yeah, she's here. <laughs> you know, because Rourke already right. knew. Like he, Eve didn't know right away, but Rourke knew, like, oh yeah, my I can pretty much guess why <laughs> this is. Rourke is not here. an idiot.
2: I feel like Rourke probably no, spent he is not. after he like looked for up, was probably like, Oh, I can't wait. Like, come for me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably like ready for this moment. Oh yeah, he'd been so disappointed. Oh, absolutely, if she hadn't
0: come. right?
2: Yeah, I'm like no, I needed this.
0: So I made this note. It says he'd bet himself a half <laughs> mill. She'd contact him before noon. Now he went double or nothing. She'd show her hand before he booted her out again. <laughs> And my I mean, note that I made to myself was, do you think he actually bets? Do you think he actually like puts money on it and like, okay, I'm bet myself half <laughs> mil. And if I'm right, then I give that money to charity or do you think he, uh, maybe. Do you think he does that? With <laughs> like, I mean, knowing Rourke, probably. <laughs> also you bet
2: yourself. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> extra that way.
0: <laughs> 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 or is it just a, I mean, it was probably just a phrase that he was using. But then I thought, but, but yeah, he's got all this money though. So, I mean, yeah, why not do it? Yeah. Half a mil if she comes in before 12, then I'll just, you know, give that to Dokus. Yeah. You know, double or nothing if she, because she did show her hand. She sure did. I mean, yeah.
2: <laughs> Quickly. I mean, just by coming to see yeah. him, she showed
0: her hand, honestly. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It also says, she'd sent the money, though if she wasn't brainless, she'd have some idea of the pot on his table. An idea that would be considerably short come to that, he mused. He may have been legal now, but that didn't mean he felt the need to make public what was in all of his pockets. And my note there was, there's Nora telling us, like, yeah, my initial, like, $3 billion that I said in naked... Mm-hmm. Was in fact not the number because everybody's like three billion, right? He's not very, you know. So Nora was like, "Well, oh no, he has more. <laughs> he definitely he, has I'm more." Telling you right here in this book. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that was Nora telling us, yes, he does have more. In fact. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then he threatens Trudy. <laughs> Spectacularly, like way. It's beautiful. And we all love it. Yeah. And, you know, i if you were Carol, like, what would you be thinking at this point? Like, I mean, she was like, thinking that, you know, she's glad that. Because he says, you're yeah. a treasure, Carol. And, and it says she thought that as the door closed behind him, that at moments like this, she was pleased he thought so. <laughs> because. <laughs> yep. She's like, uh, this is a guy I don't want to be on the wrong side of. Right. No.
1: I think
2: I think Hero is constantly reminded that she is on the right side of Rourke and that's a good place to be. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Also, she's lucky that she's very brilliant and you know, like she's she's great. So she, she is, is in right. fact a treasure. I'm sure she has nothing to worry about because no. she's pretty fucking great.
0: Um so back at Cop Central, uh, Peabody comes into Eve's office and tells her that she's been called back to testify in the Selena case from before. Yes. She testified in the John Blue case, but now they have a case with Selena. And um now she has to testify there. And she wants Eve to go with her. Well she didn't ask Eve, but Eve is like, no, okay, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So um she testifies there. All goes well, much to all of their relief. Because you know, McNabb. Yep, McNabb shows up. Shows up. And holds Eve's hand. Yeah. Which is so cute. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, um, I saw from Facebook, Rosalia said her favorite quote from that is that uh, Eve's telling McNabb, you have two seconds to let my hand go before I hit you with the other. <laughs> yep. Right. Love it. So.
2: It's so interesting because, like, why did Nora choose to put that in there? That's one I don't get. What? peabody's like testifying about events that happened in a book well is, probably just a foreclosure
0: yeah. I, mean, I mean because she
3: was called as a victim
0: right yeah and we have to see cop. that peabody yeah. is strong enough to go in there and say yeah. what
2: she
1: has I to guess, say i guess
2: i was just like it just feels like there. are when i when i you know read it the second time after i went through the whole series it made me go, well, why don't we get that in other cases? I guess, you know.
3: Yeah. But, but I have a feeling that it's because because they, she was called as a victim.
2: That makes sense.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, well, and maybe this is why. Uh because it it you know, it shows a little bit of her testimony, her getting questioned mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. Um and so her lawyer says according to prior testimony Ms Sanchez has ha, had never met or spoken with or had any contact with the man who attacked you with John Joseph Blue and Peabody says that's not accurate she had contact with John Blue psychically and the lawyer says I would qualify the word contact Ms Sanchez had observed through her gift which is the theme of this book
1: mm. Yeah,
0: violent murders committed by one John Joseph blue, blah, blah. It's, it's them saying like, yeah, but you know, she had she has a gift and Peabody basically coming back and saying, fuck her gift. Yeah. Fuck her <laughs> gift. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, she didn't yeah. do anything with it. She saw all this stuff and she said nothing and she just yes. let it go. Yeah, yeah. So that she could cover up her own murder. So yeah, you know, yeah. That's,
2: that's also more garbage. Maybe that's just the
3: the theme of it. Garbage people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're, my, we're
2: like we're bringing back this
3: garbage person. No, that's just kidding. The, yep, that's the other theme. Garbage people. Garbage woof. people.
2: woof though, talk about <laughs> trauma. Like Peabody having to literally tell that story twice in two different trials. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So another random thing that happens is they go outside (laughs) and they're um, talking to Nadine. Nadine's interviewing them. And uh, Eve sees some guy snatching somebody's purse and she chases after him. So there's a whole chase scene where Eve chases the guy down and gets the purse. Um, That's fun. So, um, but again, why, you know, yeah. so many random things happening, but yeah, you could say like, well, why did she put that in there? Why it, you know, so you're not uh, in
3: Kansas anymore.
0: Right.
2: She wanted now to make I- that joke. <laughs> I love it. I, I love all the random stuff that happens in this book, honestly. Yeah. Like it just, it keeps us reminded that, well, and this, this was not like, it was an in depth case, but it was a different type of like. There weren't any other potential victims, you know. Right, Eve's not and, until you know Bobby becomes one, right. basically. Right. But like, right. you know, Eve's not chasing a murderer to make sure that no one else gets killed, right? So, and it's holiday time, and like, if this were a real case, there'd be all kinds of things going on. So mm-hmm. it's kind of right. a nice slice of life on top of it, yeah. And, because it's Eve, it should include a foot chase and, you know, <laughs> someone okay. yeah. jumping out of a window because of illegals. You know, that sounds right.
0: Right. Yeah. So she um, is driving back home after that. And it occur- that's when it occurs to her like, oh, I know why she's back. She wants mm-hmm. the money, you know. So she's like, I'm going to go home and tell Rourke right away, like she wants the money, you know? And Rourke's like, "Mm, I've already taken care of it. (laughs) Already done that. Yeah. Right. I ran that lap already. Right. But that starts a big, huge fight between them. Yeah. Which this was, you know, this kind of was, if we're talking about shocking moments, this was kind of a shocking moment. Like, yeah, sort of this fight that they have. Yeah. Not just what Eve said. Yeah, what Eve said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Because that was pretty shitty. Ouch. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, and I mean you can't blame her because no. No, You know. And he, you know, kind of storms off. Yeah. He goes to the gym to cool off. And she goes to her office and you know, right away starts thinking like, oh I screwed that one up. Yeah. You know. Yep. Cause, and I just find it interesting because it, it says um, she'd attacked the one person who ful- fully understood her, who knew everything she kept bottled inside, attacked him because of that. She realized Mira would probably give her a big gold star for reaching that unhappy conclusion. So she was a bitch. It wasn't as if she hadn't made full di- disclosure before the I he'd know he'd known <laughs> what he was getting, damn it. She wasn't going to apologize for it, but she sat drumming her fingers on her knee and the scene in the parlor began to play back in her head. She closed her eyes as her stomach sank and twisted. Oh, God, what have I done? Oh, so she goes down there. Well, you know, because we've had people before us like, how come it's always Rourke? How come it's never Eve? Like, you know, yeah. it is. And here's an you example know. of it. Eve going to yeah. Rourke and saying, like, I realized that I was wrong. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. And she even learns the Irish for um I'm sorry. And says yes. it's him. So apparently Aww. she mangled it. So yeah. yeah. But it was a touching scene. It was. Very And sweet. he does say, like, you know, if if roles were reversed, I might feel exactly the same way that you did. So yeah. Yep. You know. They talk about everything and Eve tells him that she wants to the next morning go see Trudy and actually like confront her and you know, all of that. Yeah. So then um we switch to Trudy and she's basically made herself a little um sap with some credits yeah, and a sock, and she's beating herself up with it, you know, basically with the idea that she's going to tell everybody that even Rourke did it and that's how she's gonna get her money. Bitch. Right. You know, and in that way, Rourke kind of a little bit underestimated her. Yeah, a little bit. Because he oh, figured yeah. that she would just. Yeah. There's nobody that would come back at me after that. You would, Who would come after scary Rourke after that.
3: But I mean, she was dirt stupid. Yes.
0: Yeah she, yeah. she was like dirt stupid girl. and greedy. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm not giving up. This is the most money I have, you know. she is
2: cunning because cunning does not mean smart right no you're right and yeah it's a good balance of her being just completely unaware of what kind of like what kind of world she'd be stepping into trying to do that Mm -hmm. right and greediness and yeah Mm -hmm. yeah what a dumb bitch
1: (laughs) bitch.
0: exactly
2: (laughs) i said what i said yeah no you're not wrong No, no yeah
0: you're you're fine nope so what a dumb bitch. <laughs> um, so that evening, that's when they have their Christmas party. Yes, and they don't really. This doesn't really say much about their Christmas party. Only that they had it, and it talks about Mavis being yeah. there. We see it, we have a scene with Mavis.
3: Yeah. Well, we had we had Eve supervising the to make up for oh that's right you yeah yeah that's pretty great I, I love that scene I think it's so mm-hmm. funny
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> just yelling at the vendors and and he's like oh. you know because it's Rourke he's saying yeah. like he's finding himself aroused by it you know of course because you know that's <laughs> what he does yeah I mean there's not much that Eve does that doesn't arouse him let's be honest I mean no not at all <laughs> It, and also what happens at the party is that the Miras come in and r- yes. r- right away takes Mr. Mira like, hey, come with me. Let's h- go get a drink, you know, and leaves yeah. Eve with Mrs. Mira. And Mrs. Mira tells her that, you know, there's still things have been strained still from the previous book. And mm-hmm. she wants to be friends again. And he yeah. was like, well, I may stop by tomorrow because... She's planning on going to see Trudy, and she's like, "I may have some things I need to talk about after that." Yeah. So, which is
2: uh, amazing growth. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, obviously, it doesn't quite go as planned, but it's still amazing Wait, growth right, Gross right.
0: in this series. Because what? Uh, <laughs> no, she doesn't. What <laughs> she stays exactly the What are you talking about? Yeah, she stays exactly the same. <laughs>
3: God, Tara. Yeah. How dare you?
2: (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just, (laughs) you know, I'm not reading the same series as
3: you, apparently. Yeah, Yeah. I guess not. Because I don't think she grows. Yeah.
0: So, um, so Eve sleeps in late and, you know, she and Rourke chat in the morning and then they both, they leave for Trudy's hotel. And when they get there, they see, so they see. Yeah, who we later find out is Trudy's daughter-in-law, her son, Bobby's wife. And she's knocking on the door, trying to get Trudy to answer the door. And she's not answering the door. And Eve finally finds a maid to come and open the door. And they see Trudy on the floor. And she's obviously dead. And Um, Xana passes out. (laughs) The daughter-in-law passes out. And Bobby comes down the hall, and um, it's a mess. <laughs> it really is. I'm not really sure what else to say about that. It's a mess. I mean,
2: it is what it is, and it's. And as you're reading it, you're like so disappointed for Eve that she doesn't get to have her right. She doesn't with, get to have you know, them. Mo- yeah, there's there's something so so cathartic about the idea of telling someone. That they cannot have what you want from them, you know, and you don't get to do that because we all live in a world where that's just not going to end well.
0: And you know what is interesting? And I'm sure Nora did it on purpose, but maybe not. But, yeah, she doesn't get to confront Trudy because Trudy dies before she can do that. But later on, she really doesn't get to um, confront her own mother. No. So, you know, it's... I, you know, it, it's I don't know. Maybe well, she Morris, does.
3: When she's in the hospital, she gets to confront
0: her. But she doesn't really because she doesn't ever ever reveal. tell her. Yeah, reveal oh, who sure. she is, yeah. and you know, yeah, I'm your Which, daughter. And... There's
2: there's different layers of of interesting growth from that too, right? But you know, as as readers, I think we just we want Eve to be able to have that. Be like, I mm. think she gets a good one in with. In
0: some other books, but as right. far as
2: super personal ones, well,
0: yeah, and maybe that maybe what Nora's trying to say there is that you know you can heal without having to do that, without having to confront people, you can yeah. just heal because you want to heal.
2: I think that that's really important, yeah.
1: I like that.
0: So, um, so yeah, Trudy's dead, Rourke goes down to the car to get the field kit then he guards the door for her so that she can look around the room and she's trying to establish cause of death and especially time of death because um she wants to make sure that she and Rourke are in no way implicated yeah based <laughs> on you know what happened prior to this time of death is established at one thirty in the morning so obviously you know it wasn't even Rourke yeah obviously Morris gets there and Eve informs him that she knew the victim. And again, you know, tells him, like, I need you to be real accurate as far as time of death so we can establish that so that Rourke and I can make sure that people know that we have nothing to do with this.
3: So here's a question, though, Mm -hmm. quickly. So Morris mentions that he's been to bed, but not his own. Mm -hmm. So did he bring Amarellis to the party with him?
0: We don't know because I'm sure he did. I mean Okay. I'm sure he that's did. Head cannon. <laughs> I I I figure. I don't see why you wouldn't just, like why wouldn't yeah. he? Because they he, she would have invited him and given him out at the end. I mean yeah. yeah. We didn't get much from that party, so that that was we kind didn't. of a little bit dissatisfying. No. She gives yeah. us different parties later, so that's fine, but yeah, that particular yeah. one we Didn't get much from. She didn't give us much. Nope. So.
2: Next time. Next time. Next
0: time. And then, you know, Dallas questions Bobby and Zana about Trudy, her mood, what they've been doing in New York, what Trudy's been up to, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. So Peabody's ordered to run searches on both Bobby and Zana. Morris confirms Eve's estimation of the time and cause of death. But says that the other bruises on. um, On Trudy are more than 24 hours old. So that's weird. Yeah, a little bit. And. um, Eve also tells Peabody to collect cameras from the mansion and give them to Feeney to verify that she and Rourke had no hand in the murder because. Right. You know, there were cameras going the entire time they were at the mansion because they right. had people there and I guess that's something that Rourke does. Yeah. And there's people there, he has cameras going Which, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Come on now. Rourke's very smart. He's smart, Nora. We know. We know. I'm dang us. The other thing that happens is so Eve tells Rourke you're you're gonna have to be questioned he's like, well, great. Now I have to be questioned by my wife. And she's like, no, no, Peabody's going to do it. (laughs) So poor Peabody has to question Rourke. And it's just so great. (laughs) It's so great because like, could you imagine? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Poor Peabody.
0: (laughs) But, you know, the whole time he's, she's like, she's asking the question she has to ask and he's answering him. And when he's answering him, she's like, oh, that's good. That's good. Iggy, <laughs> yes. you <know>, like, <laughs> maybe you've been here before. Yeah, it's not his first rodeo, Peabody. Mm,
1: yeah, Peabody. I love when Peabody's know. like
2: naive naivete comes out. Like she's yeah. like she's not totally green, but she's still got these things where you're like, oh, honey, I'm <laughs> <patting> <laughs> on <the head.">
0: Yep. <laughs> so. Eve looks at the official data data on Bobby and Zayna and they seem pretty normal. Mm hmm.
3: Um, dun dun done.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and she knows that Trudy has moved several times and had enough money to travel expensively in spite of having no real job. And that's weird as well. Mm hmm. When she finally leaves work, she stops by the Mira's, and there's an absolutely amazing scene with Mr.
1: Mira.
2: <laughs> Mr. Mira's a darling angel, isn't he? He's
1: so great. Our
3: favorite cinnamon roll, and we love him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is so cinnamon rolly. Yeah. You know? He is. You know, he's the bestest. And just the fact that she like you know cried on his shoulder, and he, yeah. It says he didn't seem the least surprised and only stroked and patted her back, you know, there now, that's all right, sweetheart. You've had a hard day, you know? And then she's like, Oh, Oh oh, my God. What the hell am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so cute. (laughs) You know,
2: he's like, and she's like, I'm
0: sorry. Sorry. I have to go, you
3: know? Yep. And he's just like, Nope, you're not (laughs) going anywhere.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You sit down there, take my handkerchief, you know? (laughs)
1: oh and so uh good. finally
0: mira comes in with some wine it's obvious that she saw the whole thing yeah so clearly something's going on with eve yeah and uh so she um gives them the her gifts she brought a bunch of gifts yeah. all their gifts that you know yeah i don't know how many gifts there are but she brought their gifts and uh
2: eve is so good at gifts can we just say that yeah like She
0: thinks yeah, she, she really isn't. Is. She's really good at gifts. She really is. Yeah. Yeah. So gives Mr. Mira his uh, scarf that he's very excited about. Yeah. And he decides to go and take a walk with his scarf and, you know, leave them alone. And then she gives <laughs> oh. Mrs. Mira a, uh, a teapot. Because she likes tea. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, <so cute. laughs> it's just so cute. Right. So again when you're when we're talking about theme Eve's telling her about Trudy and at a certain point Mira says you overcame people like her Because she says, you know, I was just thinking, like, if I had a Mr. Mira in my life, maybe things would have turned out so much differently for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And Mira says, um, you didn't have a Dennis Mira, bless him. You didn't have the simplicity of home and family. You had obstacles and pain and horrors, and you overcame them. That's your gift, Eve, and your burden. Such a lovely scene. mm Mm-hmm.
1: It goes with the
0: theme of gifts and... Mm -hmm and also you could think of it as that's a gift that Eve got that apparently Zayna didn't yeah you know um yeah. and something about they're talking about Trudy and Eve says she played the system, figured the ins and outs. I think, well, you're the head doctor, but I think she believed her own bullshit. You have to believe the lie to live it, to make others see you in the way you need to be seen. And I was like, hmm, is that a little bit of Zena foreshadowing as the Maybe. killer?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So Nora's so smart. She's so smart. <laughs>
3: Just like Rourke. Good job, Nora.
0: Right after that, there's a part where I was like, oof. You know, when she says, she says to Mira, she made me feel afraid, sick with fear, as if just by being there, she could drag me back. And it wasn't even me she cared about. If I wasn't hooked to Rourke, she wouldn't have given me a second thought. Why does that bother me? And Mira says, because it's hard not to matter even to someone you dislike. Mm hmm. And I was like, oof, why that's... No, it's one of my favorite yeah. Mira Eve scenes in the whole series. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's a really good one.
0: You know, it's... A, and we had a reviewer that was like, I hate Mira. She gives these stupid analyses, or and I can't remember oh the word they used, you know, but um, this scene, like, Whatever. really was very insightful. Yeah. So... At this point, Eve tags Morris for an update, learns that Trudy had been hit by something covered with cloth and had down some blockers. She discusses this with work and they come to the conclusion that Trudy had hit herself. And now Dallas says, I want to see the recording of Trudy's time, you know, in your office. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's showing her not that part of it. He's just showing her like, well, here she is entering and here she is exiting <laughs>
2: There it is, that's all.
0: (laughs) And I and you know, she it's like and there was fear Eve noted, a hint of wildness in the eyes, a jerkiness to the walk that was nearly a trot. She was a bit annoyed, Rourke said, with a (laughs) wide, wide grin. (laughs) Rourke, you're such a dick.
1: (laughs) Such a dick.
0: I mean, we love you for (laughs) being a dick in this particular circumstance, but... We really do. But yeah, he's such a dick. Yeah. And he he was unharmed, you see. And where she went from there, I couldn't say. Um, But Eve's like, I need to see the recording inside the office. And Rourke is refusing. He's saying, like, if you really... If it comes to that and you really need it, I'll show it to you. But I don't want to, you know... But she finally convinces him to show her. Mm -hmm. And um, then... Bobby contacts her and says they want to change hotels. I we'll really Eve, blame him that. I think for they that. have, yeah, no, they have this whole all. discussion about how Eve doesn't feel anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's she's not feeling. She's she was telling him like even no matter who it is, I normally can work up some kind of feeling. Yeah, pity at least. Yeah, and she she says I can't in this case. Yeah. And then Bobby calls and says, you know, I, I we need it. we need to move because I can't be here knowing, you know, what happened. I can't be here with this. And she asked Rourke if he could find them anything and Rourke said, yeah. And tells Bobby, you know, just hang on until we can get you something tomorrow. Yeah. And after that conversation, Rourke goes to her and says, you have pity enough. Mm hmm. But also he says to her like, well, you know, you don't have to feel anything. Can't you just do it because you're just curious? You want to know like curiosity? Yeah. And she yeah. was like, yeah, I guess I can work with that. Yeah. She goes, I think this is where they go to the hotel. She meets Peabody there and Peabody's pissed off at McNabb. Because <laughs> yes. they're having an argument about McNabb wants to go back to Scotland. And, he, and Peabody's all like, you know, Ugh. feeling insecure and... Arguing with her
3: during this argument. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) I'm so team McNabb for this one. I have to agree with you there.
2: I'm more like, I'm just more team. I want Eve to tell her to stop in a less, in more of a way that's actually going to make her stop. Like, Eve never actually successfully is like, we can't do this right now. She, yeah, she, there's something about it when Peabody has like a McNabb meltdown she doesn't shut her down in the right way. Yeah. No, you're right. Because if she did, because she has shut Peabody down before, it's not like she doesn't fucking know how to yeah. do it. Right. It like She doesn't do it properly, and then she's annoyed by it, and I'm like, well, Eve, just shut her down properly, because she will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that <laughs> moment, I'm like, Peabody, you're being stupid. but Eve, you're making me mad, because you can stop this shit, <laughs> right? Handle this, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> Like, because if she would stop it the way she knows how, Peabody would do less of this shit.
1: Like, that's how these
2: things
3: work. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah.
2: I get it. Like, we are are all very, you know, we are human beings who live on this planet. We have all been super insecure. Oh, no, I get why she's
3: pissed. I get it. I get how she's feeling, what I just she gets so irrationally mad at McNab yeah. over the dumbest things. I,
2: yeah. I think yeah. I think like, her being mad about him leaving before she or like whatever leaving and not knowing where he was that morning, I think that probably was like the like that final tipping point. Yeah. Which that and that part that I'm too, like but. yeah, you you don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, but calm the fuck down, but, please. Yeah, it's okay. Exactly. Then they're both so fucking stupid because
3: you know yeah. there was no reason for it. No, no, it was a dumb fight.
2: <laughs> but you know dumb what? Fight. That's what that's what couples do. Yeah. Oh no! Agree. Like, even Rourke, uh, they they'd be having some dumb fights too.
3: <laughs> um. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like fights about money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, we know that one's coming up, and you're gonna have some words to say. I've got words. <laughs> so, um, so when they, but when they get to the, oh, so yes, they're having this fight, Peabody and McNab, and Eve's like, oh, for God's sake, here, take your present now, you know, and she yeah. gives Peabody, you <laughs> know, tells her that. Rourke is going to allow them to take one of his transports for free and has a car waiting in Scotland for them to use. And, you know, then Peabody's all like, oh, my God. Because, you know, Eve's good about give, giving gifts. Like, Eve yeah. is
2: so good at gifts. Yeah.
0: She really is. But then she sits there and goes like, well, it's Rourke. And Rourke's like, "No, no, <laughs> I did what you told me to say to do you came up with the idea so yeah um so um they go talk with bobby zayna's not there in the hotel room and bobby said well she left early because she's she wanted to go down to the corner deli and get some coffee and bagels and blah blah she hadn't come back yet and when she finally comes back she gives him the story about oh i was abducted by trudy's partner in crime (laughs) and they're you know (laughs) right and that's when i'm sure because everybody else did that's when eve was like "Mm -hmm." Mm.
1: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) you know
0: (laughs) because i think that was the point where i i don't know about you guys but i oh yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. oh yeah that was the point where oh, i'm like yeah. mm, that's a little bit sus yeah yeah I love that. yeah so um and she gives them apparently whoever the the stranger that abducted her gave her a um a account number that she was supposed to remember and then Rourke was supposed to put the money into that account or whatever yeah And they find later that the account number is incorrect. Or there is no account. There's too many numbers or whatever. So. Um. So, Eve and Peabody then go to the morgue to get an update from Morris. Uh, From the information they get from Morris, Eve realizes that Trudy beat herself up before she was murdered, most likely to pin it on Eve and or Rourke. Mm -hmm. She's the worst. Even Peabody split up. Peabody goes to EDD to tell McNabb about Eve's present, and then they have makeup sex. And you're like,
2: really? "Stop doing that on the job! <laughs> Stop yeah, doing that's that okay. it worked, in y'all? the break
0: room. That's gross. You that have a to go in there, there half jobs.
2: Like, do people actually have time to do that
0: kind of shit? If I, you believe
3: TV shows, and right, I mean, but. I, I, I've never had sex
0: at work. So, so I did hear a um a story one time from the janitor at my the last place I worked at where mm-hmm. he said um it was end of day and he was like going around doing whatever he had to do his last rounds of, you know. Mm-hmm. Or no, he was going out to his car. That's what it was. End of day, he was going out to his car and there was a car still in the parking lot and um he noticed it was two people basically getting it on and it was one of them was married and he was like, Oh, you know, oops." and, and yeah, I don't, I can't remember if he said he said something or they saw him and I don't know. Oh, wow. He said, yeah. <laughs> hmm. I mean, so it does happen. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. My friend Natalie
2: works for the national parks and she said that they had to let someone go. This was like years and years ago, but they did let someone go because he was like on patrol and he like met a girl and they were having sex in one of the like outbuildings at one of the national parks while he was on the clock. And I was like,
1: mm. at least I yeah. did
2: it there where like no one was going to find him. Like, and not a break rare. room
0: where people have to come and yeah. eat their lunch right? later.
2: Come on, guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Use a <laughs> yeah. storage closet or something.
2: <laughs> right. You already <laughs> don't have have to do have that. Before. It's fine. <laughs>
0: You've done yeah. this before. Does Somerset have to come there and with his black light in lights? He, he needs his black light. Does he have to come there? Somerset's black light needs to be like, come on, brought down to Cap oh. Central because
2: <laughs> no, it do not because you know what? If Peabody and McNabb, who are probably like one of the like hottest couples at Central, are getting away with this or like doing this, you know, other people are because it's fiction. Somerset doesn't want that kind of trauma in his life
3: he does not uh, no you're right uh, yeah he's got enough trauma from even even like, doing it all the time <laughs> <laughs> he's just like fuck these two if, I'm done because at
2: this point you know okay if they're doing it then they are not the only people doing it in the, in the building no. now
3: no yeah oh, oh my god yeah <laughs>
2: stop doing that yeah
0: just, just stop. stop it please stop just stop <laughs> So, um, Eve gets called Whitney's office. So she brings him up to date on the case and he's really kind of like, how come I'm just now like learning about this case. You didn't tell me earlier. And they have a discussion about like Eve is kind of personally involved and should she be on the case? And, you know, Mm -hmm. but of course he like lets her go. Yeah. Because she's Eve. Yeah. Um, then. Peabody and Eve go to interview the owner of the bar, which Zana had been taken to, a, according to her, because he was saying like maybe this guy's involved, and um, but it was clear that he was not involved. Right. So, mm-hmm. then they meet Nadine for lunch, and she tells them about her new show now Yay, that now. she got because of the Icove case. And this is when Eve says, she says to Eve, we'll talk about the ICove case. And Eve's like, hasn't that horse been beaten dead yet? Oh, <gasps> you have no idea. <laughs> you have no you idea. You are not
2: even ready, it is, ma'am.
0: It has, it has just begun. Yep. You have no <laughs> idea. That horse has just been born. I mean, it hasn't yeah. even lived yeah. a life yet. No, mm. it has not. <laughs> Then even Peabody head to the lab to hassle Dickie and Harvo for more information. They tracked down the boutique where Trudy brought, bought the sock. And questioned the sales clerk. Uh,
2: and everyone confirms that she's
0: a garbage human. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she was arguing about the price of the socks of and everything you know, she wanted them on sale, even though she only wanted one and right. she had to buy three to get the price. I don't know. something. Listen, like bitch, that. If you're going to get the money
2: from Rourke, you can afford to spend more money on socks.
0: Yeah. She's a right? total Karen, but that's one of the things Eve says, like, you know, she was so such a skinflint. but on certain things she would spend the money. Like she even said at some point that she realized that Trudy had had work done, yeah. you know, had, had plastic surgery. So she spent her money on that, but you know, Eve yeah. remembers her being
3: yeah. very with socks, apparently. Right.
0: Yeah. Some people are like that. It's weird.
3: Yeah, they really Star-noyed. are. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Eve works in her office for a while and then she has a flashback about her time with Trudy and about when a boy in the neighborhood offered to let Eve ride his airboard. And Trudy caught them and the boy called Trudy an old bitch. Then later Eve saw Trudy bang up her own car and spray paint old bitch on it. And then Trudy called the police and told them the boy did it.
3: Yep. Garbage human.
0: The reason that that's brought up is because later on Eve goes home and she's feeling depressed. And it's saying that she doesn't even really know where this feeling is coming from. It's not her normal feeling that she feels for somebody. You know, she's just not feeling herself. She's depressed. And, and Mm sad, and it doesn't have anything to do with Trudy necessarily. Um, and she tells Rourke about her flashback. And, um, she says, it says she closed her eyes. I heard other kids talking about it in school, how he'd had to go down to the police station with his parents. I tuned it out. I didn't want to hear about it. A couple of days later, Trudy was driving a new car, a shiny new car. I ran away not long after I took off. I couldn't stand being there with her. I couldn't stand being there, seeing that house across the street. And then it says she stared up at the dark window above her head. I didn't realize until today that that's the root of why I ran. I couldn't stand being there with what she'd done and what I hadn't. He'd given me the best moment of my life and he was in trouble. I didn't do anything to help him. I didn't say anything about what she did. I just let that kid take the rap. And work um, offers to find the kid so Eve can see that he's okay. I, know.
3: I love that he's a kingpin,
0: prime <laughs> lord. No, come on, no, he's That's not. That's very sad. I would not if that ended up. You know, can the you imagine how would be very mad? Eve, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like to think um, that that
2: kid like grew up to be just like. A valedictorian, or like a a well, you know, like a very successful young man, and now he's has a very successful life. And he doesn't even remember
0: protects people from Trudy, yeah, people like maybe
2: because I don't like thinking of her being able to hurt more people, not just the girl she fostered,
0: yeah, yeah. But this is establishing this is kind of her MO, Mm -hmm. like she, yeah does shit Ugh. like this to get money. It's from like, people. well, that's
2: not shocking mm. to the rest of us.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. So, so yeah, Rourke offers to find the kid. And then he says to her, meanwhile, I'd like to ask you something. And she's like, what? And he said, I don't have any pictures of you from before we met. And, um, so he wants a picture of Eve. What's so cute. From, you know, very and he cute. says, you know, and she says, that's pretty sappy. And he says, guilty. And if you come across any photos of yourself at, oh, around 18, scantily clad, so much the better. <laughs> She's like,
1: perv. And he's yep. like, again,
0: guilty. Yep, we know. Yeah. We're well so aware. Later on, that's uh, that's when he starts to track down all of these uh, foster kids that Trudy had fostered. And he, she finds out that Trudy had been blackmailing several of them because Because, garbage. Garbage. because she's a garbage also human. Also, the people
2: that she's blackmailed, like not all of them, well, none of them have wealth, like even Rourke, obviously, but. Right.
0: Right. Ugh, terrible. Yeah. You know, but she's, you know, saying she's going to expose them. One of them is a teacher and Trudy's saying, you know, I'm going to tell yeah, the school board about your past unless you give me money, and it's just like, it's horrible. Yep.
2: Right, you know teachers don't have
3: anything. Yeah, right?
0: It's interesting how every once in a while uh, Nora will give you, give us one of these victims where it's like, you can't feel bad. Nothing. Like, yeah. No. Which no. is what Eve is feeling like, uh, you know. Yeah. And a little bit no. of yeah, I'm. I guess I'm glad she's dead, but not really. Yeah. She deserved um, it. She she kind of did deserve it, and it's hard. Yeah. So, um. Then Rourke, uh, you know, the next morning, tells Eve about some financial data he found on Trudy. At Cop Central, Eve assigns various duties to her team. Asks Vini to get her a recording device so she can plant it on Bobby and Zayna. And Feeny's depressed because he ha- he his wife has ordered him to wear a suit for Christmas dinner.
3: <laughs> so great!
0: Not very happy it's, about that.
3: Oh, poor Feeny! <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? To be fair, I didn't grow up with Christmas, so my opinion doesn't matter. But like Christmas, you don't want to dress up when you're having dinner with a bunch oh, of people at your Christmas. house, do you? Like when um, you go to church, dress no. up, I guess. But
0: we never, yeah, we never really dressed up like in, in suits. And yeah, my dad did never put a suit on when he went to church. Maybe I don't, know. don't know. I don't
2: know. Just feel like when I'd I'm having dinner, unless I'm problem. out at a fancy restaurant, I do not want to be in anything nice.
0: Yeah, definitely not when we're having dinner. Although you know, sometimes like for Christmas, you get a um, a Christmas outfit, so you'd wear that just because you get it you have a fancy christmas right. outfit. Well, you
2: wear that to like because you wanted to wear
0: your christmas outfit yeah i don't know That's so mean. we would dress up for church not dress up but you know yeah you put your fancy christmas outfit on for church that morning yeah but not for dinner that night
3: well we always so on christmas eve around here we always um we have dinner before we go to church right so, cause we, do, we go to the nine o'clock service. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so most everybody's dressed to go to church and then, you know, so we eat first and grandma usually comes over. So we have to yeah, take her back home she doesn't go to church. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I guess technically we do dress up, but Yeah. So, it's not for dinner, if yeah. that makes sense. No, I get right. that. I, just, yeah. I mean, no, everyone's different. It
2: makes perfect sense. But Feeney's like, fuck this. <laughs> Which
3: I don't yeah. blame
0: him. And she's all like, we'll spill some gravy on <laughs> it or so something. great. You know, and he's like, oh, that's a great idea.
2: It's so great. It's just, I I love, I know we, like, we don't get Feeny like we do in the first couple books, obviously, because they're not working together as much. But every moment with Feeney is like a joy for me. Feeney and Eve are a great duo. So Feeney now has an amazing plan, thanks to Eve. She really comes through.
0: Right. And so um then she's telling then she goes, you know, to Mira for an update, gets updates from Feeney and Peabody, and she tells Baxter she's gonna have him following the Lombards once she plants the uh recording devices on them. Yes. Then she goes to the hotel, talks with Bobby for a bit, tells him to go, you know, get Zayna. And while he's gone, he she plants the recording devices. Very smooth, Eve. Yeah.
2: Very smooth.
0: And then um, Baxter and Peabody are going to follow them. And she and Baxter and Trueheart, sorry, are going to follow yeah. them. And then she and Peabody goes back to Trudy's room right. to look around. Oh um, yes, and then and the exploration and the under and the
2: learning of the didn't didn't she do something like this in another book where she was like oh you can get from one balcony to the other right that was in yeah
0: reunion right reunion okay. yeah 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 um prior to that though before they even get into the um into the room. They're confronted by two tourists. And I I love that whole scene too. I love that. Where the guy's (laughs) like, she's like, No, it's not really a good time, Larry. Because he's like, got his camera. Kids are gonna kids are gonna love this. (laughs) You know, and she's like, What are you? 12, put that thing down. Go back to your room before I arrest you for being dirt stupid. And he's like, Great,
2: great, keep going. (laughs) Larry has a video from his vacation
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Even more amazing a uh, few books from now, where sh- where now Eve is famous.
1: Right? And he's like, like Oh my God, a video of her.
2: Larry's just sitting at home, being like watching the Icove movie. Like, Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> kids remember that video I had, had when, like, when you we came back. Eighteen thousand times. It's like
1: no, no, right? Look, look, look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God,
2: these kids are yes. burn that fucking film, <laughs> right? Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> no, they're going to put it on YouTube or the equivalent in Eve's world and make I a mean, ton of money.
2: Honestly, like, wouldn't you?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, yeah. 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 I'm just saying <laughs> so Eve and Peabody go through the room Baxter and Trueheart are following Bobby and Zana uh, when Bobby is pushed in front of a cab and is rushed to the hospital
2: yeah it's a bad day
0: um, yeah Eve arrives at the hospital and is approached immediately by a drunk Santa <laughs> who shows her his candy cane painted dick which is fun for someone <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice little holiday moment <laughs> you know in case uh, you forgot this was a holiday you know. book uh, yes. uh, he just had a little present for her because the theme of the book is gifts so i mean yeah yeah um so eve questions Jane about the incident and then when bobby regains consciousness she questions him too um Eve takes Zana back to her hotel room, then stops by Central, and she and Baxter talk about the incident, and Baxter is blaming himself. I know. Baxter, no, dude. Nope. Well, I feel bad for him because he's like, you know, I I must be off or something because I, I missed the, you know, I usually am, you know. Yeah. I'm usually on, and I didn't, nothing was... He wasn't feeling anything before the incident, right? Yeah. So they're going out to dinner. I oh, think that's right. That's yeah,
1: the dinner.
0: Right. Yeah. After leaving Central, Eve meets Rourke mm-hmm. for dinner. They discuss the case and Christmas. Yes. Back at home, they run some more searches. Eve thinks Santa is the murderer, but she's afraid that her connection to Trudy and Bobby makes her biased.
3: Yeah. She thinks she's a it's sissy. Okay, you are right.
0: Right. <laughs> So she, she wanted to get some information on Zaina or find you know, any kind of information and Rourke's like, um, I can get the information faster than you. Uh, you know, let me, let me have your chair and why don't you deal with the dishes? (laughs) And, um, then he said, coffee'd be nice too. And she's like, you're on thin ice. (laughs) And then Rourke's like, and a cookie, because you ate most of my gelato. And she says she did not, but then she thinks later, like, yeah, she did. But then <laughs> yeah, she, she gets did. the coffee, and she finds the tiniest cookie <laughs> she could possibly find, like a micro cookie. And she puts it on a plate and gives it to him. Like, I love that scene. It's so great. Yeah. He's like, that's cold, Eve, even for you. And she's like, <laughs> I know, and fun, too.
2: <laughs> oh, it's just so, so, so great banter is great
0: <laughs> no my god yeah so they decided to take a swim and then turn in for the night um so next morning is christmas eve and she goes into work rourke gives her like an all-terrain or something because it's yeah. snowing um She goes into EDD, and that's when Feeney tells her that the numbers, the numbers that Xana gave her for like an account, quote unquote, are they don't match any account number. And that's when Eve's like, I think she made up the entire episode. Mm -hmm. And Feeney and Eve discuss the case, and Eve gives Feeney his present, which is a big thing of coffee that he can put in his auto chef. And he's. Very thrilled for that. It's a good yeah. day for him. Yeah. I mean, it is.
2: That's a true gift, you know.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess the theme of this book, as you know, is, it is. gifts. It is. In fact. Let
2: <laughs> me say it.
0: Eve heads to Mira's office next and requests that Mira goes with her to the hotel to talk to Zena, So Mira can get kind of a, a feel for... Zena and whether or not she's being truthful.
1: hmm
0: At the hotel, Mira talks to Zena about the week's events. After, she tells Eve that Zena's reactions were very normal. But Eve still decides to keep her on top of her list of suspects. Which is correct. Good job, Eve.
2: <laughs> right. I love that she thinks of having Mira with her, though, because, like... I don't know. I just... After the last book, like getting to see them kind of work a little bit together just makes me happy.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Eve goes to see Bobby in the hospital and then comes home for her Christmas date with Rourke.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And Somerset is there, but he makes himself scarce pretty quick. He knows better. Yeah, because he knows they're going to do the thing in the park.
2: Somerset's like, ah, here we go. Mm-hmm. Here gotta we go. go. Gotta you leave gotta, now. You
0: gotta go get black blacklight ready. Right. <laughs> he's going out with friends. So he'll do the blacklight thing later.
2: Right. Yeah. A Christmas gift to himself. He's hired someone else to do the blacklight. <laughs> right. That's, you know, I wouldn't
0: blame him one bit. Right. Rourke's hired somebody. Um. So, yeah. So then this is when Eve and Rourke exchange their gifts. And there's some pretty, you know, yeah. Pretty cool and yeah. thoughtful gifts there. Yeah. Um, I I love the part where Rourke gives Eve the magnifying glass and she's like so, you know, fascinated yeah. with it. She's like yeah. looking at him through it and like that's <laughs> it's so great, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he gives he gives her um, the diamonds from the, the diamond Street Heights.
1: Mm-hmm. She's like she a gives fucking him the, course.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, yeah. She gives him the universe according to Rourke, uh, game the that she video worked game. on with Fee. Like,
2: I, I want to play this yeah. video game. Right?
0: Right? <laughs> yeah. That'd be really cool. Um, she also gives him a picture of herself from her Academy dates, which is really sweet. It's a great moment. Yes. Yeah. That's also great. Um, I think this is when Eve has the not necessarily a nightmare but she has a like a weird dream. It is a weird yes. dream where where yeah. all of these you know women that you know Zane uh, uh Trudy has was had fostered and was blackmailing or you mm-hmm. know at a party and then later on they beat her up and you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty weird dream. It's a weird dream. And she tells yeah. Rourke, like, he said, oh, you have a nightmare. You had a nightmare. And she's like, not really. It's just weird. It was so yeah. really <laughs> weird. That's good. Because usually she has these horrific nightmares. And her her father was there. And it, it still wasn't a nightmare for her where she felt, like, right. you know, threatened or anything like that. She just felt irritated or angry. You know? Yeah. Um, so over breakfast, they discussed the nightmare. And Waive thinks that Zana is the murderer. Um, and she's going to ask Rourke to, um, take the recording that they have of you know when Baxter and Trueheart followed Zana and Bobby. Take take that recording to a lab, his secret you know recording lab that he has in the house because he has everything else. Well, in the yeah. House, and um, like isolate different parts of it so she could hear it. And, um, I really like, yeah, but it's, you know, it's like Christmas day and she's asking (laughs) him to do work. I mean, again, that makes sense. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, to make it up to him, she tells him that she'll play his new game in hollow mode. (laughs) and when when she found him he was playing the game and he had and she was a character in the game and he'd given her some you know really scant skimpy like <laughs> outfit to wear of course he did and she tells him like okay i'll do the game in hollow mode and i'll wear the outfit if you do this for me so <laughs> eve knows how to negotiate she um.
2: does she totally does <laughs>
0: <laughs> like
2: yeah you know, it's R- Rourke is playing the game. He can do whatever he wants.
3: Yep.
0: Right. Also, he's Rourke. He can do whatever he wants. Right. So, um, when they're when he isolates different things from this recording, Eve feels like she hears something that sounds like you know a moment where Zana might have pushed Bobby. And so now she's even more convinced that Zayna is uh, the murderer. I really
2: appreciate that at the end of all of this, she's like, I knew from the beginning because this Mm -hmm. feels like Eve is trying to convince herself that she's not already come to the conclusion because she doesn't trust this woman. Right. Like it's a very, it's a very interesting tactic that she's like, my gut is telling me this, but I need to like pick through all the pieces because what if my gut? It's like it's it's a fun yeah it's a fun right. little investigative thing that we don't get to do because often because usually Eve is like I have to save the next potential victim before they're murdered you know it's just, right. it's one of the, one of my favorite things about the book is watching her do this instead of
0: chase people I don't know I really like it well Eve is typically like really on her game and in this yeah. particular book she's off it and yeah. she knows it yeah so at a at a certain point here they they realize she she has them have sweepers go to the room next door to where Trudy's room was, right? And they find some evidence there, and they find some fingerprints, and they realize that they're um, they Zana's fingerprints. Yep. Um, well, look at that. Yeah. So <laughs> when, but when she looks up the fingerprints she says it it, this says she looks up one of Trudy's foster kids marnie ralston who is supposed Mm -hmm. to have died in a bomb blast at a bar where she worked in Uh, but marnie's photo idea matches zaina's so now she's like aha Mm -hmm. right um oh and this is where she sends Baxter and Trueheart to the hotel to find more evidence. She, she asked Zana to come down to cop central. Right. Just to help tie up loose ends. And then she sends Baxter and Trueheart to Zana's uh, hotel room to kind of pick Mm -hmm. some stuff up. And she's in, you know, Eve is like, Zana comes in and um, Eve has all the receipts and stuff. They've done shopping Mm -hmm. prior to, you know, uh, Trudy getting murdered. Right. And so you've had all of those receipts of what Trudy bought. And she realizes that Zayn is wearing the exact top that Trudy bought. Ridiculous. And there's one thing that was missing among her stuff. Yeah. And here, you know, Zayn is wearing it. And she's like, you fucking bitch. Right. <laughs> like, yep. The balls. The audacity. The audacity yeah. of this bitch. <laughs> the audacity of this bitch. Right. And then. You know, I mean, Literally. <laughs>
3: so good
2: (laughs) i wonder if like trudy had like when they walked into the because not trudy zanna when they walked into the room she wasn't like oh fuck like how do i you know like that has to be i'm sorry you're not that dumb like you know i think at that point she probably knew
0: yeah, well, yeah. When when she took when Eve took her to a interview room, yeah, I think yeah. she was well, one I of these things right. like,
2: oh shit, you know. mm Hmm. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I would probably have been suspicious when she's like, "Yeah, we have to clear some things up." Mm, mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it depends on how. Obviously, she's got a ton of audacity, so right. yeah, she probably thought true. she's putting it over on Eve. Like, Yeah, that's totally. true. So Eve gets her into an interview room and starts to go through the timeline. Baxter contacts Eve to tell her that they found a single ticket to Bali under the name of Bar- Marnie Zane, along with several things that Trudy had bought all in Zana's room. And uh, now Eve hits Zana with all this evidence, and she has until she gets a confession. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, once that comes out, she's like, yeah, let me tell you about it. Right. He's yeah. Like, okay.
1: And, yeah. He just
0: <laughs> right. You know? Um, and she would tells Eve, like, you know, she was waiting for her moment to, you know, get Trudy back and it had kind of come when her, fr- where she was working at this bar and she had to call in sick and her friend went in with her, but with her had her ID or something like on her. Yeah. And, um, how convenient. Yeah. And then there was that explosion and she was like, Oh, okay. So I can just become somebody else because they think I died in that explosion. And that's when she became Zaina and went, uh, looking for Trudy and found Bobby and got in with him. And, um, Zayna told her that they had come to New York mainly so that Trudy could blackmail Rourke and Eve, but when he threw her out, Trudy beat herself up and called Zayna in and told Zayna that Eve had hit her, uh, wanted Zayna to make this video of her, um, which Zayna did, but then told Eve, like, I, you know, hey, I did you a favor and destroyed that video. Was
1: and I like, only destroyed-
0: favors from you, bitch. Right, and she, but you know that kind of ties everything up very tidily because you do kind of sit there and think like, oh wait, because um, uh, Trudy had a whole file on Eve, yeah, and you kind of do sit there and think like, oh wait, you know, she's got that file and what happened to the file? But apparently, uh, zaina Morani had uh, destroyed everything and told Eve like, see, I did you a favor, did you do a favor by you know. Essentially, I gave you a gift <laughs> by <Right? laughs> destroying all and these files here we are, and back by at the gifts, <laughs> right? And by I gave you a gift by killing this woman. And um, it does say that she uh, that Zane is like, um, you wanted her dead, you know, just admit it. And Eve's like, no, actually, I I would have preferred she be in jail for the rest of her life. That's what I wanted. I didn't want her dead. I wanted her in jail for the rest of her life. And you took that from me. That wasn't a gift. That was something you took from me.
1: It was actually
2: you know. the opposite of a gift.
0: Right. <laughs> so so um, you
2: didn't read the theme of this book. <laughs> Apparently not.
3: <laughs> God. So How dare you.
0: And then you feel sad for Bobby because uh, <sighs> Eve had to go and tell Bobby yeah. and he can't believe it. And Eve must be wrong. And you know, Eve leaves there with this vague idea that Bobby's probably going to be yeah. you know, on Zayna's side and helping her and sticking with yeah. her and that
2: yeah, she's probably right. Yeah. Yep. It makes me Which is kind of sad. That's probably right.
0: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and then the book it ends with um Eve you know, coming home being upset that you know, Bobby's going to be manipulated by Zayna. Yeah. And uh, it says uh, they decide to grab a workout and put the job away for a bit. Good for them. So there you go.
2: Oh, we skipped over one go. of my favorite moments during Christmas. Oh, it's no. not very important, but it was fun. Is when okay. um, Eve is sitting with Rourke in Somerset and she's just talked to Peabody in Scotland. And she was like, mm. she says to Rourke, I think she loves you, by the way, and me. And every inch of McNab or whatever. Then she looks at Somerset, she's like, she didn't mention you. <laughs> Always <laughs> kills me. <laughs> every time. Like she can't, uh, can't uh, help
0: herself. She has to get that shot in.
2: <laughs> Eve's like, oh yes, Christmas present to herself. <laughs> she
0: can right. do a yeah. on Somerset.
2: I <laughs> love that. That was one I forgot about when we did all the Somerset Eve insults. Like that was one that I remembered before and was like, oh shit, I should have said that one. And then I forgot again. Makes me so happy. But they did
0: have a moratorium on sniping at each other. Yeah. Supposedly, but I think they did still did anyway.
2: I mean, it would be weird if they
0: completely just didn't do it. But Yeah.
2: Some real great shit in this book overall. Just like the banter is top notch. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. For sure. Yeah. There's some really great and funny moments. So listener comments. We got a, uh, we got an email from Yvonne. Okay. Oh, and she says, my thoughts on memory and death. We learn a lot more about Eve's early life as a teenager being moved around in the system to various foster carers. All the cold baths Eve Eve was made to take no doubt resulted in her need to always be, have very hot shower temperatures. Oh yeah. Foster Mama True was definitely out to milk the system, just wanted the money that came with fostering children and had no regard for their care or welfare. Living with Mama True definitely impacted on Eve and those dreadful memories were brought to the forefront when uh Eve met her again, you know, in her office. Rourke obviously saw who the real mama was. During her interview in his office, and he very effectively dealt with her, even though Eve was not too thrilled about it. We get to see another Christmas and presents given to each other. Eve finding the other children uh, Trudy had abused during the investigation and bringing them some comfort that justice had been served. Eve remembering her mother as a very young child and trying on makeup, and then the consequences of being caught doing so and yeah i thought you know there was a, a point at, at which uh one of the uh, foster children was the teacher mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, said that um Trudy had taken like over a hundred thousand from them and it's right. like money that they didn't have and eve kind of thinks to herself like if the tr- if the system doesn't do right by this woman eve was going to take money out of yeah. her own personal account and right give it to her which you know i know it's it's hard to believe because eve has no heart but yeah
2: (laughs) yeah i know it's terrible (laughs) eve yeah unchanging unfeeling
0: bitch yep she's the worst um should we talk about listener comments from various social medias
3: yeah yes i've got facebook right now
0: Okay, let us know what Facebook has to say. All
3: right, Maria says when Eve sees Trudy in her office and she tells her who she is and Eve's past just comes back to her and realizes who the heck she is. The way Tr- Trudy traumatized her he's freaked out and ran, I can relate to that. It's very scary and uncomfortable feeling.
1: Mm-hmm. My
3: favorite is when Trudy went to see Rourke at his office. It's the best. I love scary Rourke. <laughs> well, 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 you guys, yep. I'm on episode 30 trying to catch up but man, I love you. I <laughs>
1: LMAO Thanks.
3: while I'm working listening to you guys and I love Nora Roberts and Susan Oaks can't wait when I get up, get up Get up to when Susan is on. Thanks, Jen, AJ, and Tara. You guys are the best. Aw, thank you. That's
0: so nice.
3: Niecy says, not just angry Rourke, cold Rourke. I wanted to run. I love her. Rosalia says, the moment Trudy identified as mama is one of those truly shocking moments until it's clear She is a foster mom, a very cruel and manipulative foster mom. This is one of those emotional roller coaster books for Eve, which makes Mm -hmm. it a good one. So many of Eve's behaviors are explained in this book. Her need to shower with hot water and how much easier it is for her to navigate interactions with males instead of females. Trudy and Stella aren't good role models for a girl to follow. No, they are not. No, they Aren't. aren't. They are basically the same, different styles, but terrible human beings. All the insecurities that Eve has as a a woman come from her experience with both of them. Favorite moment, scary cold cold work telling Trudy to run. Mm -hmm. It will be nice to find out what happened with Marnie and Bobby. Did Maxie Grant defend Marnie? (laughs) That's true. That's a good question. Mm -hmm. Dawn says this was an emotional book. I absolutely love Scary Rourke threatening her. I'm compensating good? you now by not walking over there and twisting your head off your neck. Claire says, Tico's first appearance. Yay. Yay, Tico. Yay. Trudy is one of those hateful characters in the whole series to take in absurd, vulnerable kids and uh, absurd... Sorry, I'm tired, guys. <laughs> abuse vulnerable kids and subject them to more abuse. It's an extraordinary level of cruelty. Interesting to see the different paths people can take, Eve going one way and Zena another. Yeah. You said, I remembered the case of Trudy Lombard and Eve's memories of foster care. I did not remember Peabody having to testify in the Selena John Blue case. I love the scene with McNabb clutching Eve's hand in the courtroom. Uh-huh. And Eve chasing the purse snatcher with Nadine filming and cheering her on is another cute scene. Yeah, it is. It's great. Um, Peggy says, I was one of those who committed the cardinal sin of reading the series out of order. When I started the (laughs) series, Promises was was the newest. I borrowed them from the public library. Memory and Innocent were among the first that I read. Then I had to get earlier ones through interlibrary loan. Some of the earlier ones would were harder to locate. Well, yeah, that's very true. I had that same problem. Yeah. Mm. Claire also says, Aw, Eve crying on Dennis Mira. <laughs> Their little interactions <laughs> hold so much emotion. Book Dragon says, Trudy was a monster. Eve is thrown off stride. I love scary work. Dennis Mira Lots of heart and smiley emojis. Huh. Sigh. Yeah. Peabody is a moron, but so is McNabb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> True <laughs> <fucking> people.
3: <laughs> Maxi Grant was badass. Baxter's cynicism is spot on. Poor Bobby, manipulated since birth by the woman in his life. Yeah. I hope Eve was wrong and he does not pay for Zena's lawyer. Marnie gets zero sympathy. She may have been victimized as a child, but she collected victims as an adult. Plus, I have a running list in my head of Eve has a soft center moments because I want to bitch slap every reviewer who says Eve is cold and unfeeling. Yeah, still waiting for that episode. This is the one I would go on to talk about.
1: Good point. <laughs> yeah,
3: one of my last rereads of memories. This stood out. There was an account Rourke had opened. Yeah, we talked about that. The account Rourke opened in her name when they'd married. She'd never touched it, had never intended to do so. But she thought now if the system didn't do right by like Carly Tween, this time she'd do it herself. Mm-hmm. I love that. Sue yeah. says, my heart broke when her husband found Eve in the shower. I'm not even going to dictate. <laughs> I'm not even going to Sue because she is blind. Not even going to dictate his name
0: because <laughs> dictation would never spell it right. Um, I feel like Sue gives a gets a permanent pass from us. she
3: gets a permanent pass. Absolutely, yeah. Sue. It's fine. <laughs> and I know how you guys you girls are with spelling this handsome young gentleman's name right. <laughs> oh, love it. Lynn says in my reread, I thought how amazing it was that Bobby came out so normal. You'd think that living with Trudy would have messed him up, even if she didn't abuse him the way she did the fosters. At the very least, he would have been, had a very warped view of females. And yes, he deserves way better than Marnie.
2: Well, yes,
3: he's better than someone who murders people. <laughs> right. Uh, well, Bobby. Yeah. Chris also says... Christmas Eve at home is memorable. Somerset acknowledging Eve as the one for Mm work. The gift exchange, especially the picture of Eve with the long hair and Big Jack's diamonds. And the playful giggling sex with... with, Oh, hold on. Tickling sex with giggling orgasm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The fight between... Nisi says, the fight between Peabody and McNabb was so real. Misunderstandings can get blown out of proportion when we don't communicate. Yes. Peabody gives a great example of friendship. She didn't know what to do, so she called the one person who would. Agreed. Yep. Okay. Do you love it? Yeah. You want to do Instagram while I pull up Twitter here?
0: Yeah. Um. But I do want to say first that um, I said something to you guys about I had I formed a uh, a theory about reviews on books, and you know, because some of the reviews that we have, you know, this there's a lot of. comments about sex how how like graphic
1: mm-hmm. and it then is. you have
0: other books and there's no comments at all about the sex and you're like the sex scenes the, the amount of sex scenes are about the same for every book so yeah. why would some <laughs> books have more people saying it's more graphic or it's like yeah, porn and others i've formed a theory about that oh yeah it seems to me that, and I could be completely wrong, and um, I'm sure that Dana could do a spreadsheet and tell us for sure. I'm sure she but, could. <laughs> um, it seems to me like the one the the books where people are more like, this is like a porn and there's too much sex and the sex is too graphic, are the books where um, either Eve goes down on Rourke or Rourke goes down on Eve.
1: Because uh, yeah, it doesn't always
0: happen. She doesn't always say that. No, that's true but like huh. it happened in say um uh survivor and that was one of our books that people were like you know sex is graphic
1: and you're like yeah. was isn't
0: that much sex why no, are they? why wasn't. are people saying why are people saying that like you know but it's For all it but it seems like it's with those books that that happens and i wonder if people see that as like well that is a step too, far. That's I mean, too I don't, far
3: yeah that's too
0: far i don't mind I mean, them having you know missionary style sex or whatever but as soon as <laughs> oral sex happens i have to draw the line about and, it and complain. I
3: mean, I, hey you yeah.
0: know maybe that's know. it that's my theory though
3: okay i yeah <laughs> I is that why you asked me that question the yes. other day
0: yes okay because i wanted to know i asked you if if when where that book was yeah. when she gives Rourke oral sex, mm-hmm. so I could look at the uh, reviews and yeah. see if people were saying like, oh, it's like porn, yeah, too much sex. Mm-hmm. and there were, yeah, see It's crazy.
3: And there's literally two sex scenes yeah. in that book, right too much oh so, yeah, I think, I
0: think that's what I think that's the line that people draw like as soon as mm, that it's happens, funny. it's all, all the ma- all of a sudden porn anyway, wow. So um,
3: that's comments an interesting from- theory. It is an interesting I'm, theory. Yeah, I'm So we yeah, yeah. have
0: to keep track of that as we go yeah. and see if that, that holds true. Yeah. Um, so uh, comments on Instagram. Kiri says first, probably one of my top scary Rorik moments in the entire series might mm-hmm. actually have the top spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, second, Trudy had it coming, but Zayna is just as bad. And they, they, really tie for being shit humans. Mm -hmm. I always feel so sorry for Bobby and kind of wish we got an update on how he's doing. I know it likely won't happen because there's just no way to really work him into a story at this point, but I hope he's doing well and didn't give Zaina any help with a lawyer or money or anything. Yeah. I think SM Frank, I remember being very frustrated with Eve on this one, but That quote says it all. So this is the quote that I put up about, you know, what Rourke said to Trudy in his office. Mm, yeah. You could almost feel the malice and intensity of Rourke's response. Again, Susan Erickson puts great drama in that line. And
2: she's yeah.
1: great.
0: I know what you're talking about.
2: I listened to it again yeah. this time,
3: so. Just trust us, Jen.
1: Yeah. I believe you.
3: <laughs> I'm not, I, I, it may look like I'm like rolling my eyes or something. No, I'm right. not, I'm She's trying just to keep tired. my, I'm trying to keep it my eyes open. Get point. some,
0: get some Um, toothpicks and put them. That works right. Yeah, like right? they do in the cartoons. While <laughs> um, girl says this one is one of my favorite books. It's a Christmas book and those have some great scenes. You learn about mm-hmm. Eve's past. Uh, there's the subplot with McNabb and Peabody getting all stressed out with holiday expenses and Eve being the... Why do you have to put big words in? The, the, that you don't understand. That I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you can't read it. Uh, Never mind. I can't, no. The do ex machina? I don't know. Whatever that <laughs> means. It's It's late and you give me like... I, Latin yeah, I
3: know but my
2: brain
0: i oh, appreciate you but yeah what yeah
2: isn't that what did you Deus say machina or something yes that
0: yeah what what she said yeah. i don't know
2: how well i said it but that's what i think it is
0: probably better than i did so <laughs> um the scene where eve gives peabody the gift to shut her up is hilarious correct eve sorting out her memories feelings hunches and instincts to figure out the case So much great stuff. Oh, and I love Maxi Grant. And we meet Tico.
1: Tico. Mm -hmm.
0: Kay Gavio said, Great Christmas party and Scary Rourke equals awesome book.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Sherry says, Who doesn't love Scary Rourke? (laughs) People who have Um, to meet
2: Scary Rourke. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Michelle Kay says, I love how Rourke knows just how to handle Eve. And I too love Scary Rourke. And her books also says she loves scary Rourke. (laughs) Um, Debbie says, I feel like you know exactly what type of person Trudy was from Eve's reaction to her. A nice human would not cause that kind of reaction. It surprised me how long it took Eve to realize what Trudy really wanted. I mean, come on, her husband's a gazillionaire (laughs) bookish Arkansas girl says, I think my favorite thing about this book is, Um, All the domestic moments. And I will always love poor stoned Galahad. (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Even if it, even if
1: that means
0: catnip, even if that mean Eve made him wear reindeer antlers. I think that's funny. Jackie says uh, a lot of highs and lows in this one. Eve never caught a break until in her life until Feeney, Mavis. And then of course, Rourke. Inga says, I need a Rourke correct um we all, we
1: all we all do
0: so this is i put um the quote about he's he him saying you know if you put everything he owned had done had accomplished on one side of the scale it still wouldn't weigh the gift of her and um jamie's illustration says i'd love that quote sigh and michelle k says oh my heart it's, that was one of the best Rourke moments of the series, yeah, I think. For real. Yeah. And I said I posted something about um, you know, Eve h- helping Rourke with the party. Yeah. Jamie's illustration says, I love her dealing with Rourke's Christmas events or anything that has to do with a party, but especially the Christmas ones. She's just funny and hilarious in her antics. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's it. Okay. Well, Nothing on time. Twitter this week. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. can't always have something on Twitter.
3: No. And like we said, most people have moved to Facebook. So right.
0: Right. we're getting. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So moving along here, do we have our accommodations? Do you have accommodations? Either of you? Mm,
3: yeah. Hold on. Come back to me. No,
1: I got to think.
0: I mean, I have mine. So okay. Well, you should give mine yours. First. You should yours. Well, obviously it's going to be Dennis Mira. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In that That's one moment, moment, moment where she really needed somebody. She it's really needed a hug. He was perfect. there. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. Dennis Mirror, you're a treasure. I'm going to go with Baxter. God damn mm-hmm. it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: That was going to be mine. I- uh, I think, I'm sorry. Tara. It's okay. Go you for it. You can still go I, with Baxter, Tara.
3: Yeah, I think he, I think this was a good book for him. And yeah. he, you know, he was so worried about messing up and, and he didn't, but yeah, no, he's great.
2: It's nice so. to see that vulnerability.
3: Mm -hmm. because you know he's
2: he's not a secondary character but he's like almost a secondary character yeah so things like that really really grow what we learn about his character so i love that. yes yeah agree yeah Yeah. um i am going to and why the fuck not i'm going to give it to eve and i know yeah
1: um, there we go because
2: we don't ever get into it but you know i think that that there there's a lot of People want to read romance novels, and they want happy endings, and they blah, 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 and they want to be pissed because there's sex or whatever in these books. But, like, <laughs> Eve has a lot of hard shit coming up against her in this book, and she thrives. Like, she has a yeah. lovely, yeah. normal Christmas with her husband, and she gives great gifts, and she's got yeah. some real fucking great banter moments with, with Peabody, with Rourke, with yeah. Beanie. Like, it's just... I just think it's a really great book for Eve on top of the fact that she is just like pelted by this, this literal like trauma out of nowhere coming back to bite her on the ass. But she uses
0: it to kind of grow. Yeah. Yeah. I think this
2: is, I think this is like quietly one of, one of the best books for Eve as far yeah. as like, we don't, when we're like, oh, you know, New York to Dallas is a big book for Eve and portrait and death is a big book for Eve because of what she has to do for work. But this one is, I feel like this is one that we leave out when we talk about these things. And yeah,
1: yeah, I, I agree. You're right. With she's yeah, pretty, she's pretty one.
2: fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. All right. So should we move on to podcast business? Yeah. Yes. All right, so um, we have two new patrons. Woo. Hello, thank, thank you, guys, and Melissa and Maria. Yeah, thank you very much for becoming thank patrons. Thank you much. Um, so we got a couple of emails. Also, uh, first email is from Christina, who says, "Just listened to podcast number ninety-five, most controversial book episode, and I found the discussion about the fight scenes in Shadows and Reunion interesting." The factor that makes the reunion fight less controversial for me is that it started trying to apprehend the suspect. Yes, Eve lost her, lost quote unquote, her weapon and told Rourke and McNabb she's mine as it was personal and it became inappropriate, but it's fiction and it was more fun as written. The fight in shadows was inappropriate from the start as was Rourke's five minutes alone with Jess Barrows in Rapture And therefore more controversial, but again, it's fiction and it was so fun to read. Mm -hmm. Maybe a discussion about the most controversial scenes would be interesting. Yeah. Who who finds what topic, action, behavior, controversial, or which scenes they see as controversial? It could range from gory descriptions or torture to to particular crimes or certain victims. Eve flaying the suspect in interview to sex, relationship, marital issues, etc. Mm-hmm. this may be too close to the in-death moments that shocked you episode you are preparing now, but keep it in mind for later. Thanks so much. We always like people giving us ideas about what yes, we could
1: anytime. So because we, just-
0: yeah. we do a lot of
3: flying by the seat of our pants right. coming so- up with episodes. And by a lot of so- it, we-
2: she means like
0: 97% of it is. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we also got an email from LaMarise who said, hello, ladies. First, I I just want to say how much I enjoy the show. I've been listening since you started and look forward to it every week. Second, I'm currently rereading memory and had a topic idea. It would be fun to talk about all our favorite scary Rourke moments. (laughs) I mean, we Mm -hmm. love all the Rourke moments, but scary Rourke is my absolute favorite. When he scares Lombard in memory, I think I cheered and laughed out loud, which wasn't a good thing since I was at work. Oops. Oops. Always (laughs) just... Anyways, just an idea. Keep up the good work. You all are awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Lemurice. And finally, we got an email from Jackie who says, Hi, ladies. After listening to the first few podcasts and enjoying them, I took a break from all podcasts and now I'm trying to catch up, which will probably never happen. I do follow (laughs) you on Instagram and sometimes comment, so I'm aware of what your content will be. I'm just finishing listening to the most current podcast 98 and just want to suggest that before you comment on Innocent in Death please watch The Bad Seed I believe this is the story that Nora based Innocent on as Witness is based on the Ag- Agatha Christie mm-hmm. play and Strangers is based on the Patricia Highsmith story Patty McCormick's performance in this movie is chilling and will make you believe in a kitty killer it is a 1956 film so some of the acting is way over the top. <laughs> Thanks for the podcast. I think we did mention that we, we did. did yeah, yeah. we've talked I've about i seen that the before. movie, but yeah. um, did the play, yeah, you should yeah, definitely watch that. it. It's yeah. really,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and I don't have anything else, so I don't think we got any calls or anything. Okay. Um, but you can call us if you want. Yes, uh, please at, call us. 205 476 2753, and that spells out 2054 Rourke. Um, find us on all of our social medias. Uh, and you can also, there's another way you can interact with us. We've got the Discord going, so you can mm-hmm. do that if you're somebody that knows yeah. Discord. Um, I also opened up a page on a website called SpeakPipe. And that is a way that if you're outside the U S you can leave us a message yes. and you can get to that. If you go to our website, podcast and death.com and go to the um, contest, contact us page. And there's like a button that you can just press and leave a message. Yeah. It's Fi. also posted in the Facebook group. And it's also posted in the Facebook group. Um, next week is our hundredth episode. So we're mm-hmm. not really going to be recording. I'm putting that together. So um, yeah that'll be next week. And then after that, we have a special guest because when we interviewed Dana last week, week before, I can't remember. I can't um, remember. <laughs> she mentioned that one of her favorite, uh, odd, one of her favorite authors is Allison Brennan, who's a mm-hmm. romantic, uh, suspense author. And she's a big fan of JD Robb. And she said, you guys should contact her and see if she wants to come on the show. Which we did, and she does. So, we I'm yeah. trying to go fast because Jen's fading fast. She
1: has. Um, yeah, so, we love um, you, Jen. It's okay. It's,
0: it's <laughs> bad. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. It's so... Hey, yeah, totally, yeah, totally understandable. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Alison Brennan is going to be on the show um, after our 100th episode. And it should be a really interesting discussion. Like I said, she's an author. She's written... Over forty romantic suspense books, and all with strong female characters, strong Mm -hmm. female heroines, and so we're going to talk about what uh, how important it is to have strong female heroines in a book, and you know
1: Mm -hmm.
0: about even all everybody in the in death world, all the females in the in death world being strong (laughs) female characters. I love it. So, yeah, I I mean, I think it's going to be a really interesting conversation. Yeah. Um. So, and you know, you can. She just released a book. If any of you want to, like, pick up a book of hers and check it out before we have the the uh, podcast. Yeah, that'd be cool. I will. Um. So yeah, I think that's it. Before Jen just completely passes out. Yeah. Before I like literally like go face down on my keyboard. She's about to do that right now. So um. Uh. I think we gave you everything you need to know. And uh, that's it for this episode of Podcast in Death. So, for Podcast in Death, this is AJ.
3: This is Jen.
2: This
0: is Tara. And um, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five star review on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group. Or Saint Martin's Press. Our theme song is "Justice Never Sleeps" by Cosmo, and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at PodcastInDeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at PodcastInDeath.com, or find us on social media by searching for Podcast In Death on Facebook. Instagram and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205 476 2753. That spells out 2054 Rourke. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slonchichi.